Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. As many of you know, the Real Estate Espresso Podcast experienced a service outage a couple of weeks ago. It was incredibly frustrating. I had no way to communicate with you during that time. Because of that, I'm asking for your email address so we can keep in touch. In exchange for you giving your email address, my commitment to you is to send you no more than two emails a month. From time to time, I might send you an email to let you know about events that I think would be of interest to our listeners. I will not be spamming you with lots of emails trying to sell you stuff. So please take a moment right now and send me a quick email to podcast at victorjm.com. That's podcast at victorjm.com. That way, we can keep in touch outside just the podcast. On today's show, we're talking about what it takes to increase profitability or reduce cash burn in the pandemic environment. Many businesses have taken advantage of government programs that have provided emergency funding, but the indications are that emergency government funding is going to reduce or come to an end over the coming months. Now is the time for businesses to tighten their belts and focus on expense reduction before those subsidies expire. The biggest expenses for most businesses are debt service, taxes, employee salaries, and other fixed costs like contracts. At a time when businesses are being tested for resiliency, this is the time to focus on improving profitability. That means a combination of both tactics and strategy. Strategy is usually all about improving revenue, new marketing, new sources of income. And these approaches can have a big impact on business performance. But when you focus all of your attention on the strategy... These changes sometimes take a longer time to implement. There's something to be said for working in the short term on things that are tactical. If you've suffered a loss of revenue during the pandemic, you're probably dealing with a drop in cash flow or even negative cash flow. So this means focusing on expense reduction. And it's amazing how much a company can accumulate in terms of discretionary expense over a period of time. Expenses that made perfect sense the day they were approved might be of lesser value a year later. Subscriptions are one of the biggest culprits. Now, sometimes these expenses are small, which is why they're allowed to linger month after month. I'll give you a good example. My company hosts its mail with Google using their business application suite. Each email account costs me $6 a month, and for the quality of service, Google delivers tremendous value for just $6. But a review of the monthly bill showed that we are still paying $6 a month for an employee who hasn't been with the organization for more than a year. Now, we're not going to turn a company profitable with eliminating a $6 expense, but when you add them all together, it does make a difference. That email account could have been archived and the monthly expense would go to zero right away. There's numerous examples like this in any business, and we found a bunch more. We found software subscriptions that were no longer in use. Cost reduction requires focus, and it's a gift that keeps on giving. But there are two items that make a really big impact on the profitability of, in particular, a real estate business. Number one, lowering interest costs, and number two, lowering property taxes. We'll deal with property taxes first. Many cities are under pressure to cover revenues that have been lost during the pandemic. They're not allowed to borrow funds to cover operating costs, and unlike the federal government, they can't print money. As a result, you can expect a significant property tax increase in virtually every community. As a case in point, the city of Nashville recently approved a 34% tax increase. There's two ways that cities increase taxes. The first is by increasing the tax rate charged against the assessed value of a property. And the second way, and it's kind of hidden, is by increasing the assessed value. The tax rate is something that's debated at city council and passed into municipal law. But the property assessment valuation is a hidden tax increase. 
If they deem that your property went up in value by 10%, well then your taxes just went up by 10%. The responsibility rests with you as the property owner to contest the valuation increase and to maintain a lower valuation for tax purposes. Large developers that I know maintain a full-time position for the sole purpose of contesting property tax valuations. On a large portfolio, the savings more than pay for the salary for that one individual, and they still result in a substantial net tax saving to the owner. So you want to be contesting your property value assessment and making arguments that your property has been unfairly assessed. The second big saving comes in lowering your debt service cost. This too can come in several different ways. Number one, you can refinance over a longer amortization period. That's going to go a long way towards reducing your monthly principal and interest costs. And then number two, we're in an era of historically low interest rates. These rates are projected to persist for the next couple of years based on guidance from the Federal Reserve and numerous other G20 central banks around the world. So if you have a high interest rate bridge loan, you want to negotiate better loan terms with your existing lenders or replace those loans with lower cost debt, either by locking into a lower rate fixed rate loan or by going into a longer amortization period or both. So as you think about that, Take some time and focus on expense reduction. It's going to improve the profitability of your business. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.